you're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here tonight to introduce your host, David Two Dogs Hayes. Thank you very much, David Hensley, and welcome to another edition of This Is A Work. I am your host, David Two Dogs Hayes, and with me is not my tag team partner, Chris, the Fashion Plate Barnes. However, I got a great substitute. I got my tag team partner from This Is A Rewind, Shelby Death Ray Patterson. What's going on? Hey, dogs. How are you? I am fair to Midland. I am very happy that you asked me to do this because I, I listeners, I rib dogs all the time about this. She he, was my third choice. He was, Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, we were watching this show and it came up that Chris wasn't going to be able to do this. And so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting patiently. I didn't want to, you know, pipe in and, you know, be rude about it or anything. But, you know, Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view of the entire year. And he legit asked three other people before asking me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am a co-host of this man on a different <laughs> show. And he asked three other people before getting to me. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself, sir? I... I well, okay. Well, my my first one was Robert Bradford, uh huh. Because which I mean, hey, granted, that would have been a great get, right? Right? Because right. he he always he always is a good co-host on this show. I for sure. set him up and he knocks him down. Oh, it's, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's great. And I forgot <laughs> that he is working on a show, and this is Tech Week for him. So yes. And so I immediately. <laughs> turned to Shelby's husband Ted who again is always a great get but see here's the thing though <laughs> is he no 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 that's not what I was gonna that say sounded like that's, that's what not gonna what say. I was gonna say <laughs> what I was gonna say was still you thought of him before you thought of me and that's the point I just want to bring home to everybody so I said, sure, dogs, I'll do it. And now I'm here to co-host and talk about the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. Actually, me and David have switched places. I'm actually uh, producing. I'm not even I'm not even over here. I'm not even next to you. <laughs> but, you know, in honor of you being here, yes. because we do this as a rewind together. Mm -hmm. And we always kind of work off the cuff, yes. as it were. Yeah. I thought since we only have five matches... Uh, to talk about, and I have not spoken to you about this. You have no idea what I'm about to say. Listeners, if you could see my face, I'm panicking right now. I have no <laughs> idea what he's going to say. <laughs> I thought it might be fun to shake things up a little bit. And instead of just going down the roster and talking about the matches, mm -hmm. I thought we could start from our least favorite match mm. and just trade back and forth. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, let's do that. right off the bat, this is going to spark some controversy. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. 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 I like that. No, I, I, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So now we did the Rumble Royal 2023 and here we go. <laughs> you know, you said. You did Rumble. the what? You, you said Rumble Royal. 
Did I? You did. You know, that's the second time. I was about time. to say, I feel like you've done that before. I on did this it show. last year. You did. You did do it last year. Wow. They, you know what? It's renamed officially now. It's been done twice. It is now the Rumble Royal. <laughs> the Rumble Royal it is. <laughs> okay. Yes. Go for it. Okay. So starting out, my least favorite match. We're starting at number five, working our way to number one. Mm-hmm. Number five coming in for me. Is L.A. Knight versus Bray Wyatt. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Y- yeah. That was your least favorite? Least f- favorite. Okay, I'm going to need you to explain that. Because <laughs> when we were watching it in the moment, you you I, went nuts for this. It was great. Okay, it explain was yourself. Great. Okay. <laughs> if you take away the confetti uh-huh. and you take away the black light, then you have a so-so match. Okay, fair. Now, the black light had no bearing on the story whatsoever. It was just a Bray Wyatt thing. And I had to think about this for a while. Okay, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I am saying least favorite. I'm not saying I hated this match at all. Sure. I, I thought this match was a lot of fun. Because of the black light. Mm-hmm. Had it been a standard match, I would have given it a three. I, I can agree with that, but I think it wasn't supposed to be, a, like, it was supposed to be more of a spectacle. Like, and I think that um, the match really didn't matter as much. Right, Because right. it kind of furthered the overall story. It was, it was yeah. the debut and we have to debut with something special for Bray. Sure. Yeah, because this is the first time that he's wrestled since uh, mm-hmm. in two years. Right? Yeah. So two yeah. WrestleManias ago. My other issue with this is this is Bray Wyatt. This is the man that doesn't conform. This is the man that goes outside the box. And that's why we're having a pitch black match. Sponsored by Mountain Dew. and uh, Which the product was not black. Can I just point that out? It like, was not. Because they, they, they had it at the press conference after the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like all of them had, which I was in the back of my mind. I was like, that's probably the last thing that all of them want. Yeah. Right after they've wrestled an entire match is mm, Mountain boy. Dew pitch black, like just straight yeah. sugar, right? You know, it was purple, <laughs> right? The liquid itself was, pur- I don't know, I, stuff like that really trips me up. <laughs> after a hard workout, let me tell you, nothing does me better than a nice, cold, refreshing <laughs> pitch black Mountain Dew. <laughs> Long Walk Podcast is sponsored by Pitch Black Mountain Dew. <laughs> we, I mean, hey, we're we're great endorsers for things, right? right? I mean, people. I can, say as I drink my Sundrop, and as I drink my Diet Coke, <laughs> <laughs> and as I drink my Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> all completely different corporations. <laughs> but no, okay. Now, as far as the match goes, mm-hmm. it was it, it was entertaining. It was it was fine. Mm-hmm. It would not have been as good a match without the blacklight because we did some fun things. Bray, he painted himself up, and how creepy was he? That was really cool. Yeah. 
Like the, that was the, that was Finn Balor esque. The stage makeup nerd in me was just like squealing yeah. from the inside. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I also am the type of person that loves a good costume change, a good reveal of some sort, and he comes out and you can't even tell mm-hmm. that it's on. And then when the black light comes out, you see all of the makeup, and I just went nuts. Yeah. Same with the mask. I was like, "Where the what? What happened to his face?" You're like, "It's a mask, Shelby." I'm like. Give me a minute. <laughs> here's here's my question. At what point did he put the contacts in? That that's a good question because he didn't have them the whole match. No, because they they were the type of colored contacts that you only have like a pinpoint of vision yeah. when you have them on. Right. So there's like there's no way that he wrestled. You know, even though the the match wasn't very physical, and the only big thing was that spot at the table, right? But I mean, there's there's no way that he did that or wrestled in those the entire match. So who who knows? I mean, I don't know. Maybe he did. The confetti also got me for a second. It was because <laughs> he goes over and he he clears off the announcer's table like he's going to put somebody through, and as soon as he starts knocking things around, it looked. For again, for a second, like green fluorescent sparks were flying all over the yeah, place, yeah. and I was like, "What? What is that? <laughs> That's confetti." Okay, well, all right. and then I'm back in, and <laughs> yeah, and I mean, do you want me to go ahead and say what Please. I would rate this one? Okay, absolutely. Um, so I kind of had this one in the middle, so I would say probably like my third favorite. Right on. Okay. Um. Just because I, I really do enjoy the way that Bray Wyatt does theatrical matches. Um, and this did I would, not disappoint. I would count this as a theatrical match. I would not count this. Even though it was in the ring, I would not. I would count this as more of a theatrical match than a regular standard match. You know what? I'll give you that. I because will give you that. even though it had a stipulation on it and it was in the ring and mm-hmm. they did wrestle, which... The one with John Cena, like, that's definitely theatrical. Like, there yeah. was really no wrestling involved right. in that. It was produced, right? Isn't that what we were calling it? Like, the produced, produced matches? Yeah. Um, but this this stipulation didn't really seem like a stipulation to me. Because no. when they first announced it, I was like, okay, so they're, it's just going to be... I thought it was going to be kind of like what they call in AEW the lights out matches. See that I, so, I had two thoughts on that. Go ahead. Yeah, though. so like with the lights out matches for AEW, it's off the record. Right. Like it's it doesn't count who wins or loses. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like a it's supposed to be a feud ender. Yeah. Essentially. Um so that's kind of what I thought it would be at first. Mm-hmm. Um which is what they originally used to do. They they would have a lights out match back in the eighties too. Mm-hmm. And they would do it was the same principle. The match didn't count toward your win or your loss or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just a match. It was unsanctioned. Well, see, and but then I thought, okay, well, wins and losses don't really matter in WWE, so I don't think they no. would really do that type of stipulation anymore. Right. But I feel like as we got underway and we saw the makeup and we saw that LA Knight's gear was fluorescent, like it, mm-hmm. there was a lot of thought that was put into these spots. It was. Even though it wasn't very... I would say match heavy. No. I would say it was a lot more psychological, and I think that's why I enjoyed it maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. just because 
they didn't really advertise it as a match. Mm-mm. Like you mm. knew from the beginning, like something spoopy was going to be going on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which now my, I had two thoughts. I thought, well, maybe it will be a lights out match like AEW. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I thought about was maybe this is going to be a blindfold match because there's mm-hmm. a million different names for a blindfold match. There's just the blindfold match. There is a Prince of Darkness match. There is the Pitch Darkness match. It's I, I've. I've seen a million different names. And it's for literally these. just them blindfolded? It's just them with either a blindfold on or a black hood. Okay. And I was worried because <laughs> those types of matches worked in the 80s and they worked in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I was very skeptical as to whether or not it was going to work with this crowd because, in order for that to work, you have to have. A super face that the crowd loves, mm-hmm. and you have to have a super heel that the crowd absolutely hates, and that's just not a thing anymore. It's not, and I, I think they they've established that that really isn't a thing yeah. anymore. Like heel and face are kind of subjective to yeah. people at this point. Like you like who you like, and you hate who who you hate. Like mm-hmm. I.e. Roman Reigns, right. right? Like you, you have like the whole wrestling community like that's in love with this dude, and then you have our group that like hates them. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But well, I wouldn't say hate maybe now, but like we disliked him for a very very long time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like this one was fun because it also. It, le- it left more questions. Right. Because I think everybody was thinking, oh, well, we'll get a definitive answer on, like, who Uncle Howdy is. And mm-hmm. which I did think that spot with him at the end was kind of interesting because it, yeah. it, it was a botch, right? Like, it was it was kind he of a botch. totally missed him. <laughs> at first, we were like, oh, it's so cool. Like, because he, you know, yeah. did an elbow drop off the ramp. And I think it was Katie that was like, it's Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> which I still wouldn't uh leave that out because it was a botch yeah it was a botch yeah he missed him completely not only that but you actually heard the 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 air mattress which i think is really (laughs) hilarious seeing as how like no one even reacted to that Mm -mm. but when Chris Jericho his feet fly up in the air. But when Chris Jericho <laughs> did that spot at the Blood and Guts match, where mm-hmm. it was very clear that it was also an air mattress, yeah. people raked them over the coals for it. Mm-hmm. But like no one said shit about this one. Except yeah. that it was a botch. Right. And I was so ready to give them props, like the camera team props, for finally nailing the right angle to that kind of thing where yeah. you can't see the gimmick. And uh, with the first time they showed it like live, we were all like, oh, my God, that looks so great. And then they immediately showed a replay from a different angle. And I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. Why did you Come have on, to do guys. that? Yeah. You were so close. <laughs> well, and I think that's what sparked everybody like investigating it. Mm-hmm. Because I think there was fan footage from a completely different angle that it was very oh, clear. Yeah. But I will give it to L.A. Knight. He stuck those legs up in the air. He did. The entire yes, time did. and did not move them. So I will, I'll give it to him. But no. I, do, I do think this one was 
I think I liked it slightly better than you did, but I right. think it's because of the theatrical part of it. Right. Yeah. Now, it's not that I didn't like it, but I'm oh, trying know, yeah. to be objective about it. Because um, I will say this whole card, just in general, was quite fun. <laughs> I agree. I so, agree. Yeah. And that's another reason that I wanted to change it oh, up a yeah. little no, bit. Oh, yeah. No, I like this. This is fun. Also, uh, very quickly, we'll, we, we need to move on, but uh, mm-hmm. very quickly, so many fans turned on Bray now. I don't really? know if you've been reading the comments. Not really, no. They have turned on it. They were like, what the hell was that shit? Okay, so here's the deal. I don't I don't read that stuff anymore. Yeah. Just because I don't know if it's such an accurate depiction of like what is actually going on right now. Because that's not what I've heard Mm -hmm. on my side of things really like the the people that I follow were like okay I don't think that this was like the greatest thing I've ever seen but Mm -hmm. it was it definitely um uh what's the word like not met my expectations but like almost like we were almost there right (laughs) right right. like we well like I liked it like it was fun dogs are you trying to tell me that wrestling fans are fickle (laughs) fickle the hell you say fickle (laughs) In, Fickle. I was about to say, in the words of <laughs> Brian Danielson, or as I think Robert Bradford calls him, Daniel Brian Danielson now. Yeah. <laughs> just to cover all of the bases. Um, but yeah, that's that's weird because and that's why I think it's it's just interesting and why I don't really follow. And to be comments. fair, most of these people that I'm getting this information from are doing podcasts not unlike this one. Sure. So it's like it's, their opinion on yeah, stuff. Right. Which I feel like that's what wrestling media is nowadays. It, that's all. Right? It like it's, it's just, just a bunch of people. Heavy, heavy judgment. That's <laughs> it's just it's people like us but have better PR, right? Like yes. <laughs> you know, people mm-hmm. who have you know, because the channels that I watch, I mean, I not that I base my opinions off of them, but like I kind of agree with what they say. That's why I follow them. Right. Right. So same with the people that you listen to. Mm. So no, no, I'm starting to with to go with people that go against my oh, brain. Okay. So because I like to argue now. Look at you. I, you know, I even turned the ringer you off. Did. And son of a bitch. We had this discussion before I, we hit play. You guys saw me turn <laughs> the ringer off. I don't know if I trust you now. <laughs> My God, because your ringer is so piercingly loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So I, I I gave this match an unfortunate two and a half. See, that's just so. It, it's it's. I guess that's the the downside and the upside of rewatching stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because when we watch it together in the moment, like we were all so into this. We, yes. Yeah. And it's what it takes that going back and looking at it again, yeah. which I, I do. I, I, I like to do that as well. Cause sometimes you miss stuff and, yeah. um, now you've got, now I want you to do your, I, and I know that we're, we're, we're throwing it around. No, here. it's fine. I'm, what would be your least favorite? Um, I would say, my least favorite would probably be the Alexa Bliss Bianca Belair match. Okay, well, you know that's what I thought you might say. Yeah, and and not because I, not because it was a bad match. I think it was fine. I think it was okay. I think it had a very fair unfair placement. Yeah. Of where it was on the card, mm-hmm. I think it made sense to put it there, right? Kind of in the middle, but like 
it was right after the pitch black match. So everyone, I think, was still trying to figure out how they felt about that match. Right. So the crowd was just dead. Yeah. Right. And the match, I think, was only like seven minutes mm-hmm. long. And it really just had Bianca beating her pretty decisively. Yeah. yeah. And with no interference, no anything until and then you had uh, Uncle Howdy like promo at yeah. the end. Which I, I get that they're trying to progress her story, like teasing that she's going to be with her them. story's dragging out too much. It could, it looked like it could have been done on Raw. Yeah. It was a match yeah. that probably had been, could have been done on Raw, but I think they needed a women's match on this card other than the women's I, Rumble. I think, it, yeah. And I, then I, you didn't have Rhonda available Rhonda no. wasn't going to be on the card right Charlotte is in this weird feud with Sonya Deville right now which yeah. I guess they that's didn't a, want that that's <laughs> a that's a this is a rewind discussion yes. we'll, we'll talk about but that. so they needed a they needed a women's title match on this card or a women's yeah. match outside of the rumble right so they needed them to do this but I think they did fine but it just didn't do anything for me I think this match would have gone over a lot better had they started the show with this match. Because, again, okay, it yeah. would have been a decisive... Uh, keep the match the same way. Mm-hmm. Make it you know a definitive, clean loss. And then have Uncle Howdy do his thing. And I think Uncle Howdy gets over a little bit more. And Alexa gets over. And the storyline is furthered a little better if it's the first thing that you see yeah no that's a good point and i think also we just saw uncle howdy do an elbow drop right off of the you know you know off at the top of the stage and then you see a video package with him mm-hmm. in it to me it really took me out of it yeah because i'm thinking in my head like oh well that was obviously recorded earlier mm-hmm. like it's i don't know it just it didn't make much sense it could that could have been done on the Monday after. Which is another reason that the Bray wasn't working for me. I was like, this is too mm-hmm. much this is too much Bray stuff together. Yeah. And we we need to spread it out a little bit. You know what I think they could have done was just not have any Uncle Howdy reference at all during the match. And I don't think it would have suffered. No, no. I think it actually would have made I think you gotta change the way you do the match, but Well sure, uh, they, but they could have made the match longer. Yeah, they could have made the match go a little bit longer. They could have done more stuff. They could have just had Alexa be creepy, right? They, 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 they wanted to, yeah. if they wanted, keep leaning her towards this, mm-hmm. which I think is the natural progression. Like, what else is she really going to do mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, I think they could have just had her maybe have it flash up on the screen again, mm-hmm. and then she just go berserk. Yeah, right. You didn't need to add an Uncle Howdy promo at yeah. the end. And just have her like Agreed. looking like terrified up at the screen. Yeah. But again, we don't know what's going on with this. No, we don't. Not yet. Because, of, but that's the thing. I'm, I love Alexa and I love the whole Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy thing, mm-hmm. but um, I'm getting tired of waiting on it. Um, that I, I kind of have that feeling with the entire thing, well, you know, because we had this like awesome tease with the Wyatt Six, mm-hmm. right? And I actually forgot about the Wyatt Six until you mentioned it the night we watched it. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, like, 
that's a, that's a thing. And then yeah. they had the they had the characters in the crowd, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. They're setting it up, and then they're all just up at up at the top of the ramp looking yeah. down, which I think probably maybe elimination chamber, maybe. I think we're going to have some fun stuff. WrestleMania probably Mm -hmm. will tidy it all up. But yeah, yeah, that was my least favorite, I think, just because it didn't really do much for me. Right on. Okay, so going back to me, Mm -hmm. and we're down to number three. Or it was your number four. Well, I figured we're just going to go over and we're just going to continue to argue about it. Okay, that's that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. What I have is the Women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gave it a four and a half. Uh-huh. Now, the reason that I gave this a four and a half, it's really just one reason. And it's incredibly selfish of me. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? No, but I want to hear you say it. <laughs> Fucking Nia Jax. <laughs> oh my God. Can I tell y'all, listeners, when we when when she came out at number 30, all of us just immediately screamed no. I was TV. legitimately like we were angry. All upset that this was actually happening. Because she is the last person that I would have thought mm-hmm. that would have entered at all in this match. And what the the more upsetting thing about it is, I am hearing rumors now that that was not just a one off. No, it's not. She's back. Yeah, like she's got new merch and everything. That's that's what I heard. As yeah. I heard, she's got new merch, and uh, this is this is a thing. All I'm now. saying is that the entire women's roster needs to like up their premiums. That's all I have. That's all I'm saying because she is she is the worst. Well, not just the worst worker I think I've ever seen, but like the well, most. Uh, but- <laughs> the, I, I'm I'm standing by that statement because okay. she is so unsafe. Yeah, yeah. Because and I would I would not want to be in the ring with her. Right. right. For any reason, even if I'm just standing there, like mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to be next to her at all. I wouldn't. No, no. But now, I, which that sucks because the thing about I feel it, like the rumble itself was was good as far. I mean, it's. I thought it was fine. It it was. Um, I like the surprises that they had for us, mm-hmm. barring one. Um, <laughs> I thought the Michelle McCool spot was funny. That was cute. Like she, I, I like. She was, that. It looked like she was literally in the crowd with her kids, like yeah, finally just, able to go and watch a rumble or watch, you know, a you know something without having to get involved or whatever. Yeah. And, and she's like, Jesus her kids are Christ, like pushing I, her. I gotta to go like to work. In. Exactly. <laughs> She's on call. It's She's on call. Exactly. <laughs> Her and Taker. It's but apparently the only legend that picked up the phone this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't mind, really, because I feel like the women's rumble, they rely, since they've started, since it's so new, they rely very heavily on these nostalgia spots. Yeah. And out of all of the people that they could have pulled... Um, I would rather it be McCool than yeah. anybody else. Well, she, I'm like, I we've like... done, we've done Trish, we've done Lita, mm-hmm. we we we've we've been down that road more than a few times. 
mm-hmm. that's gonna like you're almost expecting it now. Well, both of them have actually done more than just you know one-off appearances. Like both of them have mm-hmm. in the past, like what five-ish years have come back and oh yeah, done actual runs. With yeah, current yeah. short runs, people. but yeah, runs like, nonetheless. But still good though. Like yeah. I would say, I I enjoy especially Trish's. I really enjoyed her, oh, yeah. her matches with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think we talked about this the night of. I feel like it, like Rumble matches really show the strength and weaknesses of your division. Yeah. Right? And I feel like for the women's division, it kind of showed that you really only have a few. Right. <laughs> that you can actually rely on to make it believable that they could win. Mm-hmm. Like really the only person in my mind that was going to win this thing was Rhea. Me too. So when she entered at number one, I'm like, oh, okay, so they're doing the Iron Man spot with her. That's, that's like, what's going to happen. There was no doubt in my mind that she was going to win this thing. And that was another thing that upset me about Naya coming back. I was like, well, if Rhea picks her ass up and dumps her single-handedly, then that means we're going for the super push on Rhea, and she is guaranteed a title period but that also could mean that she is guaranteed a nice nia feud because that's what rumbles do right yeah. like if, if someone like going to the men's with bobby and brock right like mm-hmm. that that's going to start a feud for wrestlemania yeah like that's what rumbles are supposed to do mm-hmm. so i am glad that it went the way that it did with nia that she was eliminated by literally yeah. everyone right which i i was part of me was like okay did they come up with that were they like okay if she's gonna be back we gotta all like put our foot down and be like nope we're not pushing her like we're just gonna all eliminate her and be done with it i i wish i could agree with you on that but half of the women's roster really like naya so okay fair but you have some people that have you know you have some people <laughs> that uh, really that got really injured by her really hurt badly some of those people one of her best friends alexa is one of them so. about, dogs that's what they call stockholm syndrome <laughs> you're right <laughs> <laughs> like we, we gotta hold on to somebody right yeah <laughs> but i i think that because you had you had becky you had damage control mm-hmm. you had oscar live and well that's what i've got oscar here too yes yeah. uh because coming back uh brand new look i loved it oh it was i nice. loved it that was so fun. much with the from the mask and the and the robe and then the face paint like and just the she's carrying herself differently now mm-hmm. and i had heard that they were gonna maybe try to have her go back to her new japan persona Hmm. Um, and not be called Asuka anymore. But I right. think that was maybe deep cut fans that were kind of hoping that that would happen. Right. Um, but I think this is the closest I think we're probably going to get. Yeah, to I think so. I think her I name think is so. Kana or Kana or something like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I was here for it. When that when she came out, I was like, you know what? I would be okay if she won. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And she was one of the final four. And yeah. uh there, which I think was a testament to, hey, usually in the Rumbles, those last four people are, hey, these are our, these are the guys. Yeah, because or he, the gals. Yeah, because you had Oscar, Liv, and Rhea, and who was the fourth one? Uh, Oscar, Liv, Rhea, 
Oh, um, see, I just wrote down the last three because I couldn't remember. The, oh, the fourth who one. was the who was the last one? Oh, everybody's screaming at us. They right are, now. but it's um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no idea. I'm completely blank. I I I am completely blank. Well, too. I think it's because that that final spot with the three of them was just so good. Yeah, it was on the apron that like mm-hmm. apologies to that fourth person, but like they didn't matter <laughs> <laughs> because it was it was just really good. Can I tell you my favorite part of the women's rumble? Please, I yeah. brought it up multiple times while we were watching it. It was Liv Morgan just getting kicked <laughs> repeatedly. Every time, Constantly. every time it cut over to her, she was getting kicked. Every time we went to a wide shot, somebody was kicking her. I was like, "What? Who did she piss off?" Well, didn't you have Liv as one of your people? Uh, no, I had. Uh, you had Rhea because I you, definitely you had won. Rhea. Yeah. Um, I had uh, Dakota Kai. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then uh, I, I don't remember who the other one was at this point. They didn't last very long. Yeah. There was another NXT baby. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh. Yeah, I, that was actually really funny because <laughs> I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, she's in the corner again, like just, you know, getting pummeled. But and she we, got to the final four. So and, and speaking of changes in characters, we also had Piper Niven. Oh, and she was she was one of mine. She was one Who? of my numbers. I don't care, David. I don't even care. You can say Who? it all you want because <laughs> it's over. The age of Dewdrop is done. Dewdrop is dead. Oh, that's and, okay. Oh, I would. Oh, the jobber. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you saying that they do dropped it? You know what? I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Y'all can say whatever you want to. I am just so thrilled, and she came out as one of my numbers that I picked, and I just could not have I could not have been happier. Uh, I I'm happy too because look, anything that has anything to do with uh, what's what's her nuts, um, Eva Marie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, any, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I I know there is a fan base for Eva Marie. You know who those people are. Yes, I know they're cre- <laughs> they're they're creepy marks. Yes, exactly. That think she's hot and right. Okay, granted, yeah, she's hot, but sure, but by conventional it, standards, I, I need you to be wrestle if you're going to get into that ring. If yeah. you want to be hot, just be somebody's manager. That or be just model. Just like you yeah. don't, you don't even don't. have to be in this business. Like, just go model. Just stay where you're at. D- don't. I almost. Never mind. I. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't desecrate my art with you trying to get yourself over. Yeah, and when she, when when Piper was put with her. I just was like, okay, so she's so they're burying her like they're after. Even even Marie's eventually going to leave again because you knew it wasn't going to last long because people were already pissed that she was back. Anyway, when that's going to be done, they're going to ship Piper back down to NXT and you're never going to hear from her again. And thankfully, that didn't happen. They just kind of had her in this nebulous thing and then she got really sick. So she had to be out for that reason. But... I am always going to have an attachment to my NXT babies. I just oh, am. Oh, absolutely. And so I'm, I'm going to want the best for them. And Piper's <laughs> got something. She does. She And she, she showed she showed it in this Rumble. She did. This was the first time that she's actually been able to show actually what she can do. Yeah. Because she is a monster. And in a way that Nia Jax wants to be a monster, mm-hmm. she is. Right. And I think she is... 
I don't know. I just I really love her, and I'm just I'm glad that she is back to her old persona. I got into um, an argument this week about the Bellas. Um, <laughs> random, okay. <laughs> not not as random as you would think. Okay. They, the Bellas decided to um, uh, get on Instagram or something or other. Oh, is this about Raw Thirty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And and talk about oh they didn't talk about us. We're the evolution. Well, were they slated to be on the show? I don't know who I, I don't care. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't, I've never cared about the Bellas. I, they, it was an interesting thing when they first came out. Cause I was like, Oh, twins. This has never been done before. This <laughs> could, this could be very interesting and it could have been if they would have used it, but sure. they didn't. And one of them got a boob job and the other one like cut her hair short. And then, okay, now it's obviously. No, they don't look alike anymore. They don't look alike anymore. Right. And they're not going to do the 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 switcheroo. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't And neither one of them can work. So it doesn't matter in the first place. <laughs> so I will say this much to the people that I've been arguing with. Because I, I, tell, I tell them all. I was like, look. Just listen to my podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll bring it up. Sure. So, this is the nice thing I'm going to say about the Bellas. They are both better than Eva Marie. There you go. Yeah. No, I can. You're welcome. Can hundred percent agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm, I'm not surprised that they weren't in this, but I kind of still was. Yeah. Because I thought like they're. They're still enough, like, not far enough removed right? that you could forget about them. Like, they're still in the mainstream. God knows I've tried. But they also, <laughs> they also have something to promote still. Right. You know, yeah, so they, I thought They've got that, shows exactly. and reality so stuff. I thought and, that they could have been in this. Yeah. And, I mean, they wouldn't have won or anything, but they wouldn't have gone far probably, but they still yeah. could have gotten other people over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I felt like the finish on this is what made it. Oh, the finish was so good. Because I had this at my number four, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which I still, again, I I really liked it. And I think it was probably one of the better women's rumbles we've had in a while. Yeah. But I think it was because of the finish. Yeah. Like the the finish itself with the mist. The duck under the mist. Who, who, now it was Rhea. It was Asuka and it was Liv. Liv. Yes. So Asuka has the blue mist, which Mm -hmm. I think you said is like the sleeping one. I think it's the sleeping one. If we're we're going with the lore. (laughs) I don't have my uh, Great Muda color-coded card with me today. Uh, But I feel like, I mean, unless it's because Asuka's thing for a while was the green mist. Like she even had it in her eye paint and everything like that. Which the green mist is supposed to blind you. Right. Which makes sense. Right. Um, the blue, I think, I don't know if it just had to go with the color scheme that she was going with, or like, I yeah. don't know if they, if WWE really pays attention I don't to think we're the, following the lore that, of the mist, right? <laughs> but if you really get into it, it's really interesting. And again, it could be like the Canadian destroyer. Uh, it could, <laughs> this, not, this could only work in Japan. Right. So, so we're not in Japan. So it, you know, obviously right, so doesn't. So it's fine. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but, uh, Asuka sprays the mist to Rhea, but Rhea ducks and Liv gets a full face of it. Yeah. And um, I think Rhea then eliminates Asuka mm-hmm. um, and then Liv's kind of disoriented and tries to eliminate Rhea. Mm-hmm. But 
Rhea, which after hearing, I don't know if you heard about what happened to her during the match, but you heard about I this did. after. Go ahead. This, Go ahead and tell it. This woman wrestled the entire, almost the entire Rumble with a dislocated knee. Well, not exactly. Yes. No. No. She, no. It, she popped it back it pop, in. No, it popped back in. That's true. But it was still swollen. Yeah. Because it that it doesn't like your knee doesn't just come out and then pops back in and then it's fine. Yeah. Like your knee, her knee was swollen. I mm-hmm. think three times the normal size, and she still wrestled. And then the last move that she did was her hanging on by the top rope on the outside, pulling yeah. her legs up, and have and doing a hurricane rana on live off of, and she just live just landed it perfectly. Yeah. Just like right, right on the floor. Which I thank God. I think the injury is minor. It is, and she said it's fine now, and they were able to. Because she, when she went out for the media scrum, yeah, she was uh, okay. She was, she seemed to be walking okay. Yeah, but I think they had, I they had done whatever they were going to do to it, you know, to make sure that it was okay. Right. But like she, she said that it slipped back into place yeah. during the match. But I just like. I think I said this. Um, Which I can't is remember. a strange dislocation. Now I, I don't. I don't know. I don't I have know that how my, or when, but yeah. I have this thing with my hips. If I push too hard, mm-hmm. my my hips will slide out of joint. Mm-hmm. And but you know I can, they'll <laughs> pop back in. Well, those I think would be a little bit easier. Yeah. But like I know your shoulder can get dislocated pretty easily, mm-hmm. but like. I don't. I don't know when it happened. I don't know what she was doing, but I can also pop my shoulder out of joint too. It's uh, that's a I'm, occupational I'm, hazard. I'm just. It's it's a thing with me. Most of my body's broken. So okay, brag. <laughs> Is that the new double jointed? Like I can pop my my joints back in and out of the yeah. sockets. <laughs> it's just not a brag. I can't make any money with it. It's just. The, <laughs> it's just the thing I can do. <laughs> it's never served me in any purpose. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like, I mean, it was a predictable finish, but I think the way that they did it was was fun, and you kind of forgot like that you had clocked her to win. Well, you know, I thought that it was going to be Rhea all the way until mm-hmm. she came out at number one, and I'm like, I, I, I gave that up. Oh, really? When I saw her coming out. Oh, see, I doubled down. I was like, no, okay, she, they're just going to do the Iron Man spot with her yeah. because they had had you know in the first one with the Mm -hmm. men's they had you know the one and 30 Mm -hmm. but so i was like oh okay well since that one didn't work out for the number one spot then this one could probably work out right right now see now i gave the royal rumble a the women's royal rumble Mm -hmm. a uh, a four or a four and a half sorry yeah i can agree with that yeah okay my turn now right uh no it's my turn because you just did it Oh yeah, that's right. I did the rumble. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're at number two. We are now? at number two. Okay. So my number two, which I went, I've been going back and forth with this all episode now because I had two in mind. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns. That's exactly what yes. I had. Okay. Good. <laughs> because okay, here's the deal. This, I'm gonna say something, and I think you're gonna know what I mean by this. Yeah. The match itself did not matter. It didn't. And right. This we, is. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're but, fine. You're okay. Um, in this particular, especially in the WWE, the wrestling is 
only half of it. Because that's the sports entertainment factor of it. Right, right. Because WWE is nothing but sports entertainment. And sometimes that can be annoying to me. Just sure. because I feel Absolutely. like sometimes they lean heavier on the sports entertainment aspect mm-hmm. of it that you forget that the people in the ring are so talented. Right. Right. But in this feud, because I think they lost me a while ago. Right. right? In the right. beginning, I was done with the bloodline. I was done with Roman Reigns. I'm like, anyone who beats him at this point, it's not even going to matter anymore. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm just, I'm so done. I'm so done with him being constant champion and just them like shoving him down our throats and, you know, all that stuff. But then Sami Zayn came into the picture and oh, I didn't yeah. understand it at first. I was like, okay, are you just bouncing from, from like faction to faction here? Because you were with Nakamura for a while, which I did like. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. But anything, anywhere that he goes, I think he can make it work just because he is that type of, of character and mm-hmm. that type of performer. But then as this went on and I kept watching and saw it progress on the weekly shows and saw how they were just taking over. Yeah. Like it's basically the only thing that runs both shows at this point. It's old school story. Yeah. People are comparing it to a lot of the like top feuds like Hogan and Savage and like, you know, all of those. And I can, I mean, sometimes I, I don't necessarily agree with those. I think they're Mm -hmm. a little bit hyperbolic, but in this case, I really do agree. Which, um, another podcast I was listening to actually said this. I'm going to quote them. There is, it. this goes back to just the basics mm-hmm. of wrestling story. It doesn't have to be super spectacular. It doesn't have to be deeply ingrained in your psyche it doesn't have to be uh, con- uh fluorescent confetti or anything like that it can be something as simple as hey i want to be your friend no you can't be my friend please i really want to be your friend all right you can be my friend and then as it goes along mm-hmm. you know what you're 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 a pretty good guy you're you're my friend I know that's what I've been telling you. Don't 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 screw me over now. I'm trusting you. No, I'll never do that. And then we just go back uh-huh. and forth and back and forth and this story starts that a crack just forms. Gina and I talk about it all the time for this is a takeover for NXT stuff. It is the type of just simple I don't like you. I don't like you. So let's fight. But also yeah. on, on the different on the different spectrum from what you were saying, mm-hmm. like I I want to be a part of this group. I don't know. I'm kind of reluctant. Yeah. And then that's the long game, right? Yeah. Like sometimes people can't make it work, but in this instance, it works. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the entire match, I honestly can't tell you what happened because I was literally watching Sami Zayn the entire time, and. I just couldn't look away from him. Right. And again, I can't tell you exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I feel, I do remember that the match itself was kind of slow mm-hmm. in the beginning, which is very typical of Roman matches, but then it picked up at the end. It really did. Yeah. But to I, where, to a point to where like, 
for a second, you're like, is is Kevin going to take this? Yeah, for sure. And you, you just didn't know. You weren't sure. All right. But I, I think at first I was like, oh, okay, fine. He won with mm-hmm. a spare again. You know, right. like, <laughs> that's fine. But, but then that basically it was like 20 minutes after the match, there was this extended cut, <laughs> right, <laughs> of the movie <laughs> where you had – you know, basically they were beating up Kevin Owens because they were teasing it throughout the entire match because Roman was reaching out to Sammy oh, can being I like, do this hey, part? yeah, <laughs> being like, hey, give me a chair, you know, and he's like, you don't need a chair, like you can beat him, you know, like yeah. it was that whole, you know, psychological But something thing. happened before that. What? That Hensley doesn't know about. Oh, right, because Hensley, you left um, before this match started, right? Yes, I did. Uh, I had seen everything that I needed from this preview or pay-per-view and uh, I was happy with what I had seen. I had enjoyed all four (laughs) matches. I was like, wow, this is the first time I have enjoyed an entire pay-per-view since we started (laughs) watching wrestling with you. This is the perfect time to go before Reigns and Owens pisses me off and just ruins the whole experience. That's fair. I'm just going to tell you about it, Hensley. So they, they have their match it's back and forth. Roman goes over uh, with the spear. Yeah. Blah. Blah. We expected. Gasp. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start beating him up. But that's not good enough, man. You can't just beat somebody up after you've already won. We have to do more. And so Roman gets out a set of hands. Now we had joked about this during. We we, we <laughs> made we made the handcuff joke because listeners, if you remember, what about a year ago, uh, Kevin Owens and yeah. Roman Reigns had a um, was it no holds barred was, or yeah. false count anywhere? It was two years ago at this point. Oh, do you? <laughs> again, time is uh, time is a construct. We have no idea what time it is. <laughs> But they had um, this handcuff spot that Roman completely botched, and they could not get these handcuffs. And Kevin was clearly down for what ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh it was a um, it, it was a uh, um, last man standing. That's what it was because they had to do you know the count to ten or whatever, and the ref had to stop counting. <laughs> the botch that ruined wrestling for me for like a <laughs> fucking year. Yeah, so actually, you probably would have left. You probably would have gotten up and left when he pulled out the handcuffs because he not only did he get out one pair, he got out two. In case he fucked up the first pair? Well, <laughs> he they handcuffed Kevin Owens to the top of the rope and just like, you know, murdered him essentially. I have to cut in here and say <laughs> I started getting very concerned when you started telling me this story, dogs. It's not enough to just beat a man. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> Yeah, didn't like, you know Kevin Owens is dead? <laughs> <laughs> I know Roman, Roman you know, Reigns molested him oh in front God. of sixty thousand people in this arena. <laughs> he violated Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> my, my God, won't somebody help that man? 
He's using dog food. Oh is it? My God. <laughs> Somebody stop him. He's already dead. Stop the damn match. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue no. about how he humiliated uh, himself and or Kevin Owens. But this was the beautiful part about it because he's got him handcuffed. He can't go anywhere because, as we know, the keys are irrelevant to Kevin Owens. So... He's handcuffed. He pulls out a chair. To be fair, the keys were irrelevant to Roman Reigns, too. I was, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. And he pulls out the chair, and he's going to hit him with it. And who steps in but Sammy? He says, no, we don't need to do this. We've made our point. Yeah, he said, you don't need to do this. And that you don't need yeah. to do this. And he's right. He's like, you're right. I don't need to do this. And he hands the chair to Sammy. Now, this was the beautiful part about it. Because the crowd, in the back of their head, they knew what was going to happen. Uh-huh. Because I even, I, I yelled it. I was like, hit him! <laughs> hit him with the chair! He's, <laughs> he starts, he's, he rears back. And he, lo- and he stops and he pauses. And he's, he looks over and he argues with Roman a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he looks out at the crowd, and the crowd's starting to yell at him. It's like, this is, he's milking it now. He knows he's got him where he wants him. And this is the beautiful thing about wrestling that I just, it makes gods and demons. And, oh, yeah, this is, oh, I'll, I'll tell you about that off the air. That's, oh, that's my theory that on, be- on what wrestling is. That Long Walk Podcast, sponsored by Dan Brown. <laughs> the vapors over here. I love it. Oh yeah, it, it does. It's like he's he's milking it, and the crowd is screaming. But he's like, ah, gee, I don't know. I, I, and you can see the tears are starting to formulate in Sammy's eyes. And then at one point, after he's milked it just enough, he rears back that chair and he looks over at Kevin. And he takes a step to the side and bam, he hits Roman Reigns right in the back. Mm-hmm. So what, you're, what it sounds like to me that you're <laughs> saying is at some point in the last two years, somebody in creative sat back and went, oh, God, you know, guys, this Roman thing that we got going, it's pretty good. There's a problem with it. Oh, what's that? Roman can't fucking act. Yeah, I know. I know. But just let's just, he's going to learn, right? Like, yeah, it's been a few, it's only been a few months. Roman's going to get it, right? Jump cut to a year later. Guys, there's a problem with the Roman storyline. Oh, really? What is that? He can't fucking act and it's been a goddamn year and a half. Okay. So if Roman can't act Roman's storyline... Why don't we get somebody who can act Roman's storyline for him? Mm-hmm. And then in the background, Sami Zayn walks by eating an apple and he goes, oh, hey, guys. And the writer's room, <laughs> everybody in the writer's room turns around and looks at each other. And then they all jump up at once and run out the door going, Sammy, 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 come mm-hmm. back. Get that ginger in here. That's, that's exactly what happened, David. Because honestly, it was the best culmination of what could have possibly happened in that moment for me and but that's not all it's it not. kept going it did keep going because the bloodline started to jump on sammy 
except for one. Jay Uso saved Sammy uh-huh. and this, then left the ring. Yeah. This was on my Instagram feed yesterday morning. I saw that Jay Uso had left the bloodline and I was yeah. like, oh, okay. God I, damn it. Why is this shit on my Instagram timeline? <laughs> <laughs> because you produce two, three wrestling podcasts now. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but I, I feel like adding Jay is such a good move because this calls back to 2020 mm-hmm. really because Jay was the one that was hesitant. Mm-hmm. Jay was the one that didn't want to get on board. He was the one that's like, nah, like this heel shit. Like yeah. I, I don't like, I don't like your tactics. I don't like what you're doing, but he neglect or not neglectfully. He reluctantly went on with it. Because he was like, well, my brother's doing it, and now yeah. I got my cousin involved, and now I got my, you know, got Sammy, who's also a brother to me, like, who's yeah. going along with it. Like, I might as well just fall in line. To be fair to Jay, though, it took a few drinks to get him to get on board, <laughs> and then he had to go driving before he, <laughs> before he decided. <laughs> That's right. Damn it, David. See, now, ordinarily, you would have gotten mad at me for saying something like that. You would have said, oh, this is our last podcast. Yeah, but when the producer says it, you know, I'm gonna it's talk, fine. I'm going to talk about how much Nia Jack weighs. Oh, my and- God. Nope, we're moving on now. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think that, like, again, it just it, it furthers what we're going to eventually lead up to, which is Sammy versus Roman, I think. You know, I said that in jest, but you know, Naya is related to the bloodline. Oh, really? She's the cousin oh, of the that's, Rock. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't. We don't need anybody else. Like we. <laughs> we don't. We don't. But this. That's, well, we lost Jay. We got to get another one in there. Uh, we got to get back to full power. You know, do we? I don't think we do. I really, I really think they're doing just fine. I, at first, I said it'd be cool if Naomi was in there. Now I don't think that anymore. I think, yeah. I think that we are, we're good. We're at, we're, we're at capacity. Like we're fine. <laughs> we're okay. But I think that, like, they had a shot um, that they posted on Instagram where it was just Kevin and Kevin mm-hmm. was being helped up the ramp, and then you just saw Sammy in the background. Yeah, walking like distant behind him yes and so i think that it's gonna take a minute and what i really want what i thought would be hilarious if kevin was like dude i really am not friends with you like Mm -hmm. i just wanted the title yeah like you ruined all this for me (laughs) like (laughs) i I, i'm sorry but like you know you're gonna it's gonna so it's gonna take some time for them to like see i don't think it's gonna take as much time as you think no I, i i want it to i don't think it's going to I think I think it. I think they're going to you know team up and it's going to be a lot faster than that. But I just thought it would be kind of funny if Kevin was like, I mean, I was just doing this for me. But like, no, <laughs> and this brings up the interesting point: what is going to happen at WrestleMania? I don't know because, because we've got Sami Zayn who is so over uh-huh. because of this beautiful story and on the other side of this you got cody rhodes yeah who is (laughs) slated Uh for this slot and has been for a while and this he was going to be our savior 
essentially, mm-hmm. right? Before Sammy came along. It's almost like they created a stopgap just on the off chance that Cody wasn't going to be able to do it. Well, I heard that Cody actually wasn't technically cleared until the day of the Rumble. That sounds no. very Cody Rhodes. Yeah, no. so he and you know they had announced that he was going to be in it like a week or two two weeks I think before he was actually medically cleared to do so. So I I think that I think that's a good point to bring up that they're just like okay if this isn't going to work like we got to have a backup like we got to have something that would make sense but I think that now they have made it so that this story is so compelling that mm-hmm. like I don't know if people really care yeah. if Cody wins or not. I, I, I'd like to. Uh, amend my earlier uh, like fan fiction of what happened I, I think that the second time they were like Roman can't fucking act we need somebody to act a storyline for him they they like in the background rack focus to Cody Rhodes being wheeled out of whatever pay-per-view that was <laughs> and all the writers turn and look and they all jump up and chase after Cody's like stretcher and are following him into the back of the ambulance. And then it's much later that they see uh, Sammy walking in eating an apple and he goes, Hey guys. And then they all get up and chase after him. See, I thought we were going somewhere else. Like the ambulance was going to be driving a, towards a cliff and turns out Vince McMahon is driving the ambulance. (laughs) Oh my God. Which that, I feel like that's ripped from a Attitude Air storyline yeah, somewhere. Pied Piper, oh, but uh-huh. yeah, it's you know. It's, I feel like you just summed up Triple H's nightmares. <sighs> kind of, yeah. <That's, laughs> so I gave this a four. <laughs> yeah, no, and I I think that I think the match could have been maybe a little bit better. Like the a match itself bit. could have been better, but again, I don't think people were really focusing on that. I Was think people were waiting to see. Yeah. I mean, even the cameras. We're zooming in on replays of Sammy's reactions to things. Right. 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 Like it's even the, you know, producers and writers and cameramen, like they they all knew like what was going to be the focal point of this. Exactly. But I think Roman is now with everybody else, like everybody else is now seeing, I guess what we've been saying. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like now Roman is a true heel that people actually want to lose now. Yes. Like people want him to lose. Yeah. And I think that... Oh, because it's time. It, it's, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely... It was time a year ago. No, for sure. But they didn't have anybody to do it. And I yeah. think now it this makes the most The sense. only other person that can beat him at a year ago is Lesnar. And... Yeah, and they missed their boat with that one. Yeah. And um, aren't we all tired of that? I yeah. disagree. They had so many people at that point that could have dethroned Reigns. Uh, like... Half, you know, half of the men's roster could have conceivably done it. Drew McIntyre could have done it. That's fair. That's a fair yeah. point. Sheamus could have done it. I think Kevin could have done it the first Kevin time. Kevin Owens could have done it the first For time. For sure. Sure. Um, old uh, Mr. Becky Lynch. Um, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins <laughs> could have done it. Mr. Becky Lynch. I love that. (laughs) I love that title for him. I think he loves that title for him. I'm sorry. All the tall, sweaty men with beards just run together in my head. (laughs) They all have long hair. Long hair and beards. (laughs) Fucking. That's fair. Wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I I think it. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Mm -hmm. There's rumors that the match might even happen at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, very um, possible. Because it's going to be in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And, and it's uh, that the would... Elimination Chamber is a six-on-six six match. Mm-hmm. So I think we got a lot of room for some good story there. Oh, because sure. we can actually have Jimmy, 
Jay, mm-hmm. Solo, and Roman. I don't know. And then we can do uh-huh. Kevin and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Now, where's Jay going to go? I don't know. That's, that's the fun that's part. A good, that's, that's what makes fun this part. fun. Yeah. Well, I guess we both had the men's rumble as our number one then. I guess we did. <laughs> uh, I mean, I. it's hard for me, which last year was difficult because it was just so bad. Such garbage. Right? Like both of the... Both the men and women's rumble was just straight garbage, but I, so I had a I had high hopes this year, mm-hmm. and I just had so much fun mm-hmm. watching this, and I think I got that joy back of watching a rumble match. So, due to time constraints, yeah, and since we already know kind of what happened, we uh-huh. we've already talked about Cody won the damn thing, yes. so we already know this. Let's uh let's let's gloss over it quickly. Can we talk about Gunther for a second? There is I just ah, I, I have see, to see that's I have why to. you're a good tag team I partner. Have to, because one he I broke was about to say it. He broke the record. Yes, he did. For longest time in the rumble. And he entered at number one. Uh-huh. And I am just to me, he is like the the redemption story of twenty twenty two. Because he's, he's over now. At the beginning. He Vince was burying him. Yes. Beginning of 2022, Vince was burying this guy. Yeah. And basically, it made no sense to me. Like, when he was in NXT, he was the longest reigning champion ever. Mm -hmm. Like, not even just in NXT, but just across the board. Right. For all titles in history, longest person to ever hold a title. Mm -hmm. And so you bring him up, and then you, you don't know what to do with him. Right. Like, you have no idea what to do with this man, so you just bury him? Because you, you didn't pay attention to what was going on down in NXT, so you just see, yeah. oh, a, a an Austrian. Okay, great. Let's, what are we doing here? Put him with the other Europeans. Yeah. You know, which which is was his default, right? If you, right. If you weren't from here, you went over here in a corner. Right. And you all wrestled together, which yeah. sometimes can work, right? Oh, but, I mean, historically, it always works. Sure, but, but like, uh, <laughs> but for him, I... It, he he wasn't that person, right? Right, right. So now with Vince gone and he has the rocket strapped to him from Triple H. Yes. He has the IC title. Him and Sheamus had that awesome trilogy of matches that and were just the And they started it out again and the, mm-hmm. they were one and two. Yep. And I oh. just, I, I was so happy that he did so well, but I was not shocked at all. Because if anybody was going to break the record, it was going to be him for sure. I hate to be the one to bring this up, but it's time that we start using the phrase with Vince gone with finger quotes now. I understand. I understand that. But I'm just I'm 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 reveling in the short time that I have left, David, (laughs) (laughs) because I I think we still got a little bit. We still got a little bit of time before all this goes away. Because you know what's going to happen is WrestleMania is going to come. It's going to be the two day event again. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a less of. Alexa Bliss sitting on a damn box again, and uh, or as Michael Cole would call it, a box-like structure, uh, which we would just call a fucking box. A box. Yeah. 
No, but no, we're 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 still in the happy times, guys. Right, we're still right. in the happy times. Like we don't gotta jump to that yet. <laughs> but I, I just I wanted to bring him up. I just thought that he that he was a highlight and a standout for me. No, if you had to pick another highlight mm-hmm. from the rumble, what mm. would it be? Um uh, I don't wanna say I it. know you don't. That's why I, I wanted you to say it. it. I wasn't going to. <laughs> It's the Ricochet Logan Paul spot. God damn it. It was it was good. <laughs> it was damn good. It was so impressive. And I know this is we're a broken record, y'all, at this point. I understand this, but like I just people who who feel the same way that we do about this man, which I hope is like the majority of people. It's not. I know it's not, but it's it's still my hope that there are some people out there who see no. the light. But he he like you said he gets it and he he is athletically gifted and he the spot with ricochet someone needed to do something because kofi botched his spot again and they needed something they needed something spectacular and ricochet was going to be the other person to do it and somebody (sighs) needed to do it with them and if there's going to be somebody that could potentially get you know, injured from this and it kind of be okay. (laughs) It was going to be him. Right. I am envious of your ability to look just solely at the wrestling. Like the, you guys and Robert too, Mm -hmm. because when that, uh, collision like midair collision happened everyone in the room was like oh my god like we hate uh, logan paul but that move was so good i i can't disassociate Mm. those things because uh, logan paul could pick roman reigns up and tombstone him through the mat (laughs) and then get up and help michelle mccool back to her seat and pat her kids on the head and turn around and drop kick Corey Graves to the center of the earth. And I would still be here saying, yeah, but he's a fucking piece of dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> like no, no, no amount of midair collisions or athletic ability or understanding the business of wrestling is going to make me hate Logan Paul less. Well, I can't speak for Shelby. As you should. On how... <laughs> <laughs> on, on how she's able to do it for me and i'm gonna it, this is gonna get dark so Great. Um, <laughs> once you go through the chris benoit mm. debacle mm-hmm. and you have to separate the monster from the wrestler it gets a little Nothing, nothing tops Benoit. So, yeah, Logan Paul's a layup. So it's easy. Well, I think also for me, like with, I, I was not actively watching when Benoit was an active member on the roster. Right. But I think for me, since Logan Paul is a quote unquote outsider. Still, I think at this point, like he yeah. he's a person that is gonna be a celebrity mm-hmm. that comes in, right? And I I know him from somewhere else, right? When you have yeah. someone that comes in, and I only know you from wrestling, I only know you as a wrestler, mm-hmm. then I'm going to it's going to be hard for me to separate, you know, 
the wrestling from the person because it's so intertwined. But like when someone like Logan Paul comes in, it's easier, mm-hmm. I guess, to separate the two because I can appreciate the sport and the skill yeah. that he brings to the table. Sure. I don't have to like him as a person. I'm solely looking at the move that they're doing and judging it based off of that. He can do whatever he wants after that. He can fuck off and I really don't care. But as long as you hit that spot and as long as you do <laughs> and you don't and you don't mess it up, then I'm okay with it. But see, and this is the thing. This is where me and Hensley, you know, kind of come back towards each other again. I would have loved it if he would have botched that spot. I would have loved it for him. I would have hated it for Ricochet. Yeah. Because that that would have hurt like hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you would have botched that. And, you know, I would have hated for Ricochet to have gotten injured because of a Logan Paul botch. Yeah. But yeah. I also think I'm more of an optimist than both of you. So well, I think I'm able to see a little bit more of the sun. Okay, that's you know. that's fair. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do I mean objectively it's a good it was a good spot and I'm glad that it was just it a was spot. a spectacular spot because after that even the announcers forgot that he was in the final four. I don't know if y'all I don't know if y'all yeah. even realize that or not. Mm-hmm. But the announcers actually forgot that he was in the final four. Yeah. <laughs> Because he sat outside the ring for so oh, long. Oh, they even said it. I forgot he was there. Yeah, they legit said that. Which I hope I hope he can clip that little sound bit <laughs> and, you know, put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like that was a highlight. I did enjoy the um the Beth Phoenix uh spot. That was fun. I thought that was I thought it was well done. Like because she didn't even really make it to the ring. No. She no. made it to the top of the ramp and she speared Rhea. She didn't mm-hmm. she didn't do anything with anybody else. No. But I think it set up what it needed to set up. Now with the whole with the whole ray of it all though. Yeah. I I was very confused, but I also found out that he got injured during his SmackDown match with Cross that the was, night before. Yeah. So that's why he didn't ever come out. But I I wish that Dominic could have just actually broken the mask. I wish. And I think it would have worked a why little bit more for me. You know, we <laughs> we score our tables. Why did we? <laughs> why did we score them? It's made point. out of hard plastic. I mean, it's you're not going to be able to rip it. It's not made out of lycra yeah. like the tights. There's that felt underneath it, and it's then supposed there's to protect you. Yeah, and you'd think somebody in the WWE would know a thing or two about hard plastic. <laughs> I damn David. I did not see that coming. I <laughs> I usually am fairly aware when you're going to say something like that and <laughs> damn man. Oh god. I, I, what you going to do? Yeah, I'm I'm going to ignore it and move on. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> but I agree with you. Someone should have scored that mask in the back before he did that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was a last minute, like we, we, we came up with this in like an hour or like what, because it was very clear that it was not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe it just furthers the whole like Dominic is a weakling and just gets, you know, 
pushed around and is, is a sub diarrhea. Maybe that's the maybe that's what we can you know chalk it up to. Right. Yeah. I, incidentally, I feel like CM Punk right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm <laughs> listeners. I don't know if you can tell this or not, but uh, dogs is eating the donut holes that I brought. <laughs> I I was I was happy. Having- again. <laughs> Fucking treated like shit by a bunch of fucking kids. All so. you need is like a whole pallet of Spindrift <laughs> and like seltzer and you're, you know, you'll be set. Oh my God. But I work with fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> I. But, but yeah, I think it was, it was great. It was a great match and I'm really glad that they put it on first actually because i was really confused at first Mm -hmm. because usually this is the match that ends the show but i think they made the right decision because if they had this on last instead of the bloodline stuff well i don't think it would have gone over as well the the bloodline stuff has to be last it had to be because that was that was the beautiful moment yeah if you had put the men's rumble Next to that, it would have got overshadowed. Yeah, and, and nobody would have paid attention to it at all. Right. If yeah, I mean, there, there, there's, there's no other way except for my original thought of put Alexa first, mm-hmm. then do the men's rumble, mm-hmm. then like that. Now, if you had to have a favorite moment. That mm. comes out of this pay-per-view. What do you think? The whole pay-per-view? The whole pay-per-view. Uh, um, can I say two? You can. Okay. The Rhea Liv spot at the end. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was just the perfect way to end it. And Liv landed it just perfect, oh, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Gunther. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I mean, like, you know, he was, he's he was, not getting enough no. props. He was my MVP of the entire show. Oh, 100%. Yeah, or like workhorse or, you know, whatever you call him. Like, yeah. I mean, just just the way that he just did the entire match. Like, he, he did the Iron Man spot Yes, perfectly. he did. Yeah. And my God, did he deserve it. Oh, what yeah. Was your, just, what was your spot of the night? My spot of the night, unfortunately, has to be the local Logan Paul ricochet. Uh, double yeah. clothesline. Yeah. The coast to coast was. Well, and both of them are are, are very long and lanky individuals. Yeah. Right. I mean, so you like, got to understand. This is a twenty foot ring. Yeah. That was that's that's and they hit dead center. So that's ten feet for both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean. So just the image of of both of them just. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That'll be on a highlight reel for the next thirty years. Yeah. Can I say my favorite moment of the whole pay-per-view? Please. Sure. Liv Morgan getting kicked for an hour oh, straight. Oh, <laughs> well, at least they can't say that she has the shortest Royal Rumble experience like now because now Chelsea Green has beat her. And don't don't get me wrong, I like Liv Morgan as a wrestler. Oh sure. Yeah. But just it just, it just happened to be. The, yeah, it just happened to hit me just the right way, and they were hitting her just the right way. <laughs> there we with go. With their legs. Um, yeah, favorite. See, all that I was ready for. I saw it yeah, coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, that and the also the blood, all the bloodline stuff. I mean, that's obviously that's a just, highlight, but I feel like that's a given. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, all in all, I'm going to give the Royal Rumble – 2023 
I gotta go four and a half. That's great. Yeah. I ha- I, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do less than that. Yeah. What about the Rumble Royal 2023? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, no, that's that. That was two and a half. That, that's uh, like Bizarro World <laughs> Wrestling, right? Like that. That has to be like the exact opposite of what happened. That's the episode of This Is a Work where all three of us are just heaping praise on Roman Reigns constantly. <laughs> and wishing that Vince was back in charge of creative. That's and, actually yeah. the re- every other <laughs> podcast that's out there where I think we're the only ones oh, that God. doesn't. I, I have hope that there, there there are other ones out there. We just haven't found them yet. I, I seriously <laughs> can, have not find, found them. Uh, it, it, it's few and far between on Twitter, but I spend... Yeah. Uh, I heard I'm never on Twitter anymore, but uh, again, much like Instagram and the algorithm putting so much wrestling shit in my Instagram feed now, it's popping up on my Reddit feed. Um, and <laughs> Poor so thing, you just can't get away from I it, can't. can you? <laughs> um, but yeah, the overall Twitter seems to be very, very pro-Roman, mm-hmm. whereas uh, Reddit is pretty equally divided on people who are just over the moon for him and people like us going... Why the fuck do y'all like this guy so much? Yeah. What is yeah. it? Yeah, I think YouTube is kind of the same. Because that's where I usually get all of my content is yeah. through YouTube. And I feel like it's... I mean, the one that I follow major, most of the time, the Russell Talk channel, like, are pretty pretty pro. But, like, at the same time, can acknowledge, like, when shit doesn't go right. Right. <laughs> you know, they can they can point out when, like, okay, that was a little bit... Yeah. You know, <laughs> calm it down for a second. Um. But yeah, no, I, I agree with the 4.5. I think that's yeah. very warranted. And my God, we have got, the next two weeks <laughs> are going to be busy as hell. So you've got a, you got a, a pay-per-view coming up for NXT. We do. We have NXT Vengeance Day, which is actually going to be here in Charlotte. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, um, my, my tag team partner, uh, Gina Belmont, is in a show currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she was my other choice oh she gonna were you gonna ask her <laughs> i was gonna her, ask her to i do think the you rumble. just kind of went you just down. started yelling and i, uh, I just, did <laughs> because once i heard the second person decline you i was like no fuck this like no this is this is my time to shine the <laughs> best part about this whole thing is that it's not like robert and gina and ted are all in different shows that you might have they're forgotten about all yeah. in the same show they're yeah. in the same goddamn show dogs <laughs> yeah i'm the only one except you and, and david <laughs> that are not in the show right now like even katie is in the show yes my wife's directing it and i almost i thought about i wonder if she would do oh that. <laughs> my god <laughs> I know you were going to call Tyler before you asked Shelby, too, but turns I, out Tyler's in the show. <laughs> Never done theater before. Now he's in a show. First time ever on stage. Oh, my God. But, yes, we were going to go see the show, but she one of the show nights is when the show is going to be here in town. Yeah. Um, and I, I just didn't want to go by myself. No, so, I dig it. But we're going we're gonna to somehow at some point in time get that show done i have no idea with her schedule yeah um but then we have another this is a rewind we have coming up because yeah. we got a strict schedule on this we do we, we, ha- we have to set ourselves to a strict schedule because otherwise it's not 2023 is the year of greatness yes and our did we announce who the next person was we, I think did. we did we yeah. announced at the end of the last because we do the whole spinny wheel thing right right um we're going to be talking about finn balor yeah next episode 
the fun thing about being the one to edit and upload these podcasts, but not actually getting to be here when you guys do them, right? Is uh, when I came in here last time, Kara had recorded it and uh, written down time codes for me. I came in, looked at it, edited it, got it all ready to go, uploaded, went to write the description, and I was like, oh God, I don't know what they fucking talked about. <laughs> I get a text message from David like late. <laughs> Being like, hey, what did you guys talk about on your last, this is a rewind. Granted, this had been like a week after we had recorded it. Because I'm not going to be bothered to actually listen to the damn thing prior. Part of me wanted to say that. Part of me wanted to be like, so you didn't hear any clips of it at all when you were... I hear hear snippets when I'm going going through and fixing time codes. Sure, okay. Um, But yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uh, so we're, we're doing a series... Um, so once a month, um, we're talking about our greatest wrestlers of all time and we uploaded them on to, that were not picked by us. Uh, no, they were picked by our spouses. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so we, we had a, we compiled a list uh-huh. and then of our 12 top, top 12 ones. And then they took both of those lists and then picked from the, from that, those two lists combined and put them on a spinny wheel. And then we get to pick. So, okay. so what we're saying is this is going to be a fucked up year of greatness. <laughs> it's going to be so that, random. That sounds like the last three years of long walk talks. Yeah. Well, I mean, we went Aww, from, we went from Stone so nice. Cold Steve Austin <laughs> to Finn Balor. I mean, I'm just saying there's a little bit of a drop there. That's all I'm oh, saying. that's we, rude. That is rude. It's Listen, honest. That is rude. <laughs> Me and Chris and Stan went from a year of talking about Quentin Tarantino to six months of talking about Kevin Smith to six months of talking about Chris that's, Nolan. Okay, fair. That's, yeah, yeah, see, I mean, that's, that's just what you got to do sometimes. <laughs> but I think with us, with this show, we knew it was going to be like that because yeah. I come from a different era than you do right. of like what is my prime viewing of wrestling versus his. So we're, we're going to have, this next episode, we might fight. We, we, we might, might fight. We might. That's... <laughs> But that's what you come to listen to. You come to listen to us fight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, dogs, if people want to reach out to you online or follow you online, where can they do that at? Well, you can get me at TikTok. Um, I'm I'm TikTok famous now. I've got like. Why do you say it like that? I I don't know how else to say TikTok. Just just get on, like, open the TikTok app, and it's just going to be dogs, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's two (laughs) D-O-G-G-Z. That's it. All right. Well, Shelby, if you want to. Oh, wait, no, there's more. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Blew me out, dude. (laughs) My apologies. I did not mean to. Uh, It's like, no, there's, uh, you can get me on TikTok there. Uh, Uh You can also get me at Instagram. At uh, this is a work podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's also two dogs there too as well. So now I'm done. Okay, you're sure. <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter, but honestly, I'm never on it. And it's, a, it's a name only for you. Yeah, it's point. Immortal Two Dogs. I think I'm the only one that actually goes on that app between any of us anymore, and it's to promote all the shows. Well, so. you, you and Robert, you guys actually use twitter oh well, no yeah i don't know if i would count what i do is actually using it I, I literally whenever we post an episode that's when i, I go read on. it a lot so if you guys want to send me something that's i'll worse, read though. it but i never post anything just reading it is worse <laughs> uh shelby if people want to reach out to you online or follow you online where can they do that at um, 
Well, you can do that at uh, Slay All Ray on Instagram. That's kind of really the only place that I'm at. Or you can uh, follow This Is A Takeover um, on Instagram at This Is A Takeover or on Instagram at This Underscore Pod. And if you want to follow all of us at uh, Long Walk Podcast, you can do that on um, Instagram at Long Walk Podcast. If you want to follow me online, you can do that on Instagram at DB Hensley. If you'd like to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. And we want to thank Shelby Deathray Patterson for coming in and subbing in for Chris Barnes. Thanks for uh, having me. As always, a big thank you to David Hensley for producing this. This is David Two Dogs Hayes saying, guys, you got out of bed today. You got a job to go to. You got someone that cares about you when you get home. Folks, this match is over and you just won via pinfall. Thank you for listening to This Is A Work.